You'll be naked in the middle of Madison Square Garden. Welcome to the Geek Squared Show, the show where we talk about the things that we talk about. I'm Tilly. And I'm Emma. Oh, we switched oh. up. <laughs> Usually I'm just not Emma. <laughs> <laughs> Tilly, what are we talking about today? We're talking about superpowers. The best, the worst, the in-between. You gotta love them. Although recently in the MCU and in X-Men and even in the DC universe a little bit, we are being taught that you gotta love them and sometimes you gotta hate them as well. I mean, the little kid in me still wants a superpower. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you could have any superpower, what would it be? Well, here's the thing. In the past, when people have asked this question, especially when you're younger, you always just think, oh, well, what's the most powerful power? What's the most useful power? Like, like yes, applicable to everyday life kind yeah. of useful. Yes, I agree. But also, which one is the most tempting to do evil with? And also, as beloved Uncle Ben says, with great power comes great responsibility. So do you want that responsibility or do you want to have to control yourself and not becoming a supervillain? Because it's essentially like a elite UFC fighter deciding not to beat some drunk guy up at a bar. Like, yeah, you kill someone. It's bad. But if you're like legit trained to kill <laughs> and then you do it, that's like, all right, that's on you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So what will it be? Well, I thought about... Oh, do I just do one that's fun, like flying? Everyone chooses flying. Yeah, because flying is great. There also comes all these caveat questions where it's like, does it sort of work like running where you have to have the stamina? Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like, ain't. But then also like, say you're flying up above the clouds. There's like less air up there. True. Are you going to pass out and then plummet to your death? Uh-huh. Like how deep are we getting into these powers here? However deep as you want it to go. Okay. Well, anyways, for that, for those reasons, I'm not choosing flying. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Though I agree it would be really fun. Yeah. Like I would love to go above the clouds and yeah. like look at all the pretty things. Skip traffic. Skip like yeah, like places. And it really is useful too. Yeah. Like, oh, there's someone in a tall building that's on fire and they need to be rescued. That's where the great power and great responsibility comes. However, from. you could also just like take money and go yeah, away. <laughs> yeah. No one would ever find you. <laughs> yeah. Just like anytime anyone tries to almost find you, literally just fly away. We have you surrounded fly (laughs) anyways no flying for me (laughs) so then i started thinking about you know the other classics super strength and i was like you know cool yeah but also like god forbid you lose your temper or inebriated in some way (laughs) say you have super strength and the kraken is released upon you game over over. like no (laughs) the kraken will win (laughs) yeah no to super strength kicks a rock because i'm like kicking a rock down a street true i guess rock goes flop Sports also that sports yeah. video because you just like destroy everybody yeah how do you know your own strength but then like also super speed too you're going super fast what if you're distracted and something catches you off guard you hit a flat wall at however fast you're, you're going dead. you're dead like <laughs> <laughs> you gotta wear a friggin' space suit with like triple padding yeah so no flying no running <laughs> no punching so then i started thinking about like okay what about things that are like not as physical teleportation okay what if that goes horribly wrong? <laughs> <laughs> what, what if what if you pull a, a Harry Potter and yeah. like only half of you yeah. goes, you know? <laughs> Assuming that you could do it properly and, and 
without range, life would get boring at that point. That's true because you'd have nothing to look forward to. It's like, oh, I'm going to see my friend on Saturday, but I can see them right now. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to go on this vacation, you know, in two weeks time or I could go right now. (laughs) However, would that get old? There's a lot of places to see. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) And in theory, could you teleport outside of Earth? Also, it depends if you could take somebody with you. Uh-huh. Cuz if you went alone to all these places, it wouldn't be fun. Yeah, cuz you could just be like, "Poof, hey guys, just got back from Mount Everest." They'd be like, "Yeah, yeah, sure." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if I'm teleporting, I want you to come with me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At this point in my like thinking about this, that was like my number one. Uh-huh. You can't really add any negatives to it. True. Other than like, oh, maybe the range, but like that I'm assuming is something you could increase. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, hold on now. That's going to give me a lot of bad ideas. <laughs> this is true. I could just steal something. I could kill someone and yeah. then just poof away. No evidence gone. You could do whatever you want. You'd never see me pay at a store ever again. <laughs> so I had to cross that one off as well. Okay. Mind reading. Bro, don't even get me started. As somebody with anxiety, I couldn't handle it. I couldn't handle being in other people's heads, knowing what they think of me, knowing what they're thinking at all times. My own brain won't shut up half the time or more than half the time. (laughs) So having somebody else's head in my head, I couldn't do it. It would make life just extremely hard. Again, assuming that you can turn it on and off. But here's the thing. I think if you had it, you wouldn't want to turn it off. There would always be that. So like, say I'm on a date with somebody or something. See? Yeah. It's like, yeah. I have to yeah. know what they're thinking about. Yes. Me, you know? And then it's I just understand. like, and then it ruins your entire life because you yeah. can never build solid relationships with anybody because everybody lies, whether it's little white lies to protect you or it's big lies, you know? And when that trust is not there because it can't be because you're always reading their mind, it's going to get tough for you and the other person. You'd just be really lonely in the end, I feel like. I mean, also think about this, like how gratifying is it to like get to know someone and like bond over sharing details and like experiences? Not just knowing. If I'm just like, boom, I know everything about you now. It's like, ah. Had to cross that one off my list too, <laughs> for all the reasons you said as well. However, that's probably one of the best like superhero powers. It's like instant interrogation, yeah. instant. You're always in terms one of one step ahead of your like opponent. application. Yeah. I mean, literally, you win. Yeah. Um. So then I was like, okay, what about mind control? Interesting. No, not a good idea. <laughs> not horrible idea for all of the same reasons. Oh, this person's annoying me. Yeah. And they would be a completely different person. Yeah. Any kind of telekinesis, whether it's like mind control of other people or like moving objects and stuff. It's just we've seen it so many times that it's a bad idea. It's really hard to control unless you're Professor X. It just now, it's okay. so hard to control. Moving things with my mind, I could I could get with. But you could also move a person. It's like super strength. I, How do you I stop not. yourself from moving a person and throwing them across the room? You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> you're right. So unless you're really well-mannered <laughs> Professor X. Yo, just literally just like someone comes up to you fully tilted and you blast them through the ceiling. Yeah. And they just drift <laughs> off into space. Yeah. Like, what are you going to do? You did that. That's on you. <laughs> So, yeah, I'll, I'll have to cross that one off my list as well. <laughs> this is not at all how I thought the episode was going to go, but I'm rolling with it. This is fine. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I didn't know what to expect. But. All right. What's next on your list? <laughs> well, then I started thinking about like, oh, what about like elemental powers? Again, really cool as like a superhero power. Like, Until you know. the global climate is messed yes. <laughs> by <Yes>. you. <laughs> also, your power will always have a predictable weakness. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows the elements. Everybody knows what they're... We've all played Pokemon. Like, we all know what the weaknesses are. Now, at this point in my thinking, I was like, there's not a single good superpower. <laughs> like, at all. 
And then I was like, wait a second, Spidey Senses. That's on my list. Radioactive Spidey Powers. So there's the Spidey Senses, the wall crawling, the super speed, the super strength and endurance, the super jump, whatever you want to call that. The improved eyesight. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. There's also Miles' powers, camouflage, and the bioelectricity. Mm-hmm. So all those are up for grabs. Even the webs, if you're throwing uh, Sam Raimi Spider-Man in there. Again, objectively a good superhero power. Yeah. Essentially, you have, well, spider-level reaction, yeah. quite frankly. I mean, there's no other way to put it. But just like with teleportation and telepathy, wouldn't life just get boring? I mean, that like we don't really know every detail about the spidey senses. We know that, like, oh, if you're about to be punched you'll yeah. know and you'll be able to move out of the way. Does that mean that every time you're like about to get a text, you're going to be like, Oh, I true. Yeah, that would get exhausting. Yeah. Or like, oh, there's a breeze coming this way. Yeah, true. If you're like Peter and you live in New York, every time people pass you. Every time you there's a, a horn honking. Yeah. I mean, it seems like with Peter, it's just on sometimes. But you would think if it's spidey senses, like a spider. They're always on. It would get super exhausting. Also, that's out for me because I have to come in close contact with a spider. Not a chance. Yes. Not a chance yes. in the world. <laughs> Understand it. But speaking of Spidey powers, uh-huh. we need to take a short break and talk about No Way Home. Because we are recording in advance. And this week, while we're recording, the trailer was dropped. Spider-Man No Way Home, if you're a Marvel fan, super exciting to have the trailer finally. Having grown up with Sam Raimi Spider-Man, let's talk about the fact that we not only have J.K. Simmons as J.J. Jameson, but now we have seen Alfred Molina's return as Doc Ock, right? In a word, I would say this was breathtaking. I got chills when I saw him on the screen. We also heard Willem Dafoe's laugh. Yes, unexpected little treat. That made my stomach go a little because I was very young when the first Sam Raimi Spider-Man came out, and I was actually very scared of the Green Goblin. The creepy dude. Yeah, yeah. Of course, amazing performance by Willem. I'm extremely excited to see that again. Willem, Willem Dafoe or Dafoe. <laughs> Fufitis. Fufitis. If you know, you know. Um, I was very pleased that unlike JJ, Doc Ock is the same Doc Ock. In terms of J.K. Simmons returning as, as uh, J.J. Jameson, he's a different character. Like, it's not the same character that we saw in the Sam Raimi. The square haircut and the big mustache. It's a different adaptation of that character. But this Doc Ock is the same. Like, the mechanical arms are the same. His face is the same. His trench coat's the same. Round glasses. That's what got me, is I was expecting a different kind of Dr. Octopus, and it was the same. And it sent a shiver down my spine. The aging Yes. (laughs) I cannot. When I saw that, that was like, wow. I thought they did a pretty good job, though. We only got the one, literally two seconds he was in the trailer for. Yeah, they probably picked the best shot. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. time will tell how that pans we'll out see. for the rest of the we'll movie. See. The MCU has a good track record mm-hmm. so far. If Willem Dafoe is in the movie, mm-hmm. I'm assuming they'll also do it for him. They might not have to, actually, because of the mask. Oh, the mask. You're right. If he doesn't take off the mask, that could be their saving grace. Because I was going to say, if they do it with Willem as well, part of his performance as the Green Goblin was his face. The mirror scene, right? Mm. As soon as you just said that, it it worried me a little bit. But you're right. He might not ever take off the mask, which could be how they get around it. Also, we have Jamie Foxx confirmed to return as Electro. And, um, of course, heavily, heavily, heavily rumored, pretty much confirmed at this point, Tobey Maguire. And not as heavily rumored, but 
Andy as well, Andrew Garfield. How do we feel about that? Well, I think that they're bringing a villain from each movie. There is a scene where Tom Holland, Peter Parker, is in some kind of glass room and behind him you can see this figure and it's 100% the lizard. I was, I was, yeah. I was, it has to, to be. That. Who else would it be? Also, also, this is a trailer and Marvel is notorious for changing. Yes. Everything in the trailers from what's actually in the movie. They may have done that. Sorry, can I jump on something else for a sec? They may have done that in an instance in this trailer because there's a part where there's a hint at Electro. There's like this electricity going through the cars and then there's like a pile of sand that rises from the ground. And it's like, oh, is that Sandman or is that just something exploding? So I think they're being very cryptic at this point. I'm glad that we didn't get a Tobey Maguire reveal if he's in fact going to be a main part. Yeah, you definitely want that. Yeah, you need that. Like you need to have, we have the Alfred Molina, we have the goblin grenade, we have the yellow electricity, the sand, like that's a lot. That is a lot. Are you worried because it's a lot like Spider-Man 3 was? It's a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Spider-Man 3 was not that bad. It could have been better. It for sure could have been better. (laughs) It could have been a hundred times better if you got too many villains and also too many heroes. Mm -hmm. Like how long is this movie? Very good point. But Endgame had so many characters in it, right? And they pulled Uh that off. Uh Uh-huh. And Endgame was a bunch of characters that they had developed over all this time. So the only reason I'm not worried is because they've already given us all the information. All the fans don't need another MCU origin story of these villains. We already know everything. Especially another origin story of of Spider-Man, of Peter Parker. Yes. There's going to be practically no character introduction. It's, yeah. It's going to be all characters genius. that we're familiar with. It's yes. genius. They got to do something more than just like bring all their action figures to the playground. They have to provide us with a story that has substance to it. I think it could be a great opportunity for some kind of redemption for Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man's. Both of those adaptations did not end on a high note, as we are saying right now, right? (laughs) They were given up on. Yeah. So I think if one, they both do a solid job in this movie, if in fact they are both going to be present. And two, they get to finish their stories as Peter Parker and do it some justice. That's going to be very fulfilling for everybody who sees this movie, because there's going to be people our age. There's going to be people older. There's going to be people younger. Everybody's going to be able to get something from it. If us fans are right and Toby's there, Andrew's there, without being like Guardians of the Galaxy over the top, I hope there are appropriate references to the other Spider-Man movies. If Toby is in No Way Home and he doesn't say, I'm going to rub some dirt in your eye, it's wasted. Final words, I am predicting right now that because it is said that Loki, No Way Home, and Multiverse of Madness will all be a part of the same storyline, I am predicting we are going to get a post credit scene involving Wanda because she has yet to be in her own movie. So I think they are going to take that opportunity to feature ah, her. Because she's also slated to be in Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. Multiverse of Madness. If it happens, I called it. Anyway, back to our superpower conversation. Uh, You mentioned that Miles Morales has the camouflage, like invisibility. Yep, that's my superpower. I'm just going to say it right now. Are you serious? Yep. (laughs) I don't want to be seen by nobody. Do your clothes go invisible? Uh, Preferably. But it seems like anybody with the power of invisibility, their clothes do not change with them. We see it in Fantastic Four. We Mm -hmm. see it in The Incredibles. We see it in Spider-Man. So I guess I just have to be naked most of the time. See, that's where I have my issue. (laughs) Even if you're invisible. You're still naked. (laughs) You're still naked. And no one can see you. That's fine. However, say 
You're in a crowd and you're dodging people. You're not letting anybody touch you as per is the rule of invisibility. Out of nowhere, some guy or some woman or some person or some thing, doesn't even have to be human, comes and touches your dingling. <laughs> now, I know you don't have a dingling. I got other things. But you got other things. <laughs> and imagine something touching that thing that you got that you don't know what it is. <laughs> But like it doesn't know what you is. It's like being in the water and something just like swims past you. Yes, exactly. <laughs> You're right. That would freak me out. And probably because I would freak out, I'd probably uninvisible myself. That's my thing too is how like is there a, is it just an off switch or? It, it kind of seems like whenever somebody has this power is that you have to concentrate on it. Mm. And when you lose that concentration, you, you're no longer. Yeah. Visible. So good freaking luck. <laughs> you concentrating on being invisible while there's a thousand things going on around you. Good luck. You'll be naked in the middle of Madison Square Garden <laughs> and you'll be like, oh, that's a pretty color. <laughs> Everybody can see you. <laughs> Yeah, the power of invisibility, whether you're a superhero or not, really is dependent on what the threat is. Because if they already know, if they're already aware of your presence, you're kind of screwed. It's also dependent on how quiet and like not clumsy you can be. (laughs) Still, that is my power. It's not dangerous to anybody but myself. You know what definitely isn't my power? Mm. Turning into slime, like that guy from Sky High. You know what else is like low-key useless? Uh, Cypher in X-Men. Great if you're in World War II and you need to decipher all these codes and stuff. When is it going to be helpful elsewhere? You know what? That one seems like it has literally zero negatives. Think about it. However, the positives are very... It's like a fun party trick. No, that's my power. Okay. (laughs) I didn't even think of that. That's my power. Imagine knowing all languages... Like, yeah, oh, yeah, you can study and do that anyways. But like, <laughs> who has time for that? <laughs> okay. Lots of people. You're telling me that I can go anywhere in the world and in theory, anywhere in the universe mm-hmm. and speak whatever language is being spoken. Does that mean animals as well? I was going to say that you might be able to understand animals and that would be very cool for you. I see zero negatives to this power. <laughs> However, I want to go bigger. So then I got to thinking, what about just general matter manipulation? What if you manipulate something and you can't get it back? What if you're like, all right, let me turn this microphone into water and then it stays water. Sorry, guys. Podcast is over. I'll just I turned it into water. I'll just make you a new microphone. Oh, interesting. Again, life would get boring. I can do whatever I want. I don't care. You turn into Kang the Conqueror. And? Oh, my goodness. This man wants to destroy the entire universe. No. Mephisto. No. Get out of here. Sucker, you're going to trigger your own Nexus event, get captured by the TVA, and then I'm never going to see you again. That is not my power because I I full-heartedly admit that I would use it for bad things. (laughs) I fully believe that you would die before you got the chance. You would create something bigger than yourself and it would consume you. You're going to turn into Kang the Conqueror and I'm never going to see you again. You're going to get killed by your own evil self or your own evil creation. End of the universe. Whoa, hold on, hold on. Out of control. I'm going to have to save you. Hold on. With my power and visibility, you're not going to be able to find me. Hold on. Hold on. Who says I'm creating other universes? No, just this one. What? Just this one. You're going to mess up this one. Guys, if he had this power, I would inevitably have to kill him. Now, listen. <laughs> now, listen. I fully, as soon as we pitched this this uh, this idea for this episode, I was like, you know, Emma's probably going to be thinking super low key, like doesn't want to disturb anything, doesn't want to. Hence the invisibility. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like, can't really do many incredible feats. Literally just disappears. Like, like literally <laughs> just wants to be away from all the stress. The epitome of being away. <laughs> and over, and like, that is the hero's choice. <laughs> Let things play out. Like I said, I'm only a danger to myself. <laughs> exactly. 
over here, I'm like, oh, this is my villain arc. <laughs> like, like, I'm ready to, you know, do everything bad. I think the power I, like, I would for sure choose is mind control. Oh, but listen. with the most no, no. extreme But one. listen, but listen. I can't. You must. Okay. Because think about how much hate you could erase. Think about how much peace you could foster. Do you think you have the capacity to always foster peace? I think, no. <laughs> so again, I would inevitably have to kill you. That, or you I know, die trying to kill you. That's even you know, worse. I don't know if that's worse. I think killing you would be worse. Worse on your brain? Yes. Yeah. Worse on my brain. If we were in such a situation, better for the world, of yeah. course. Yes. But hard on me. I would not be okay after yeah. that you're over here like what's the most benign power that I yeah have? <laughs> yeah you know what's definitely the least benign power you could have time travel notice how i didn't say time <laughs> yeah. like anything because at all once <laughs> i am a, i am a firm believer okay first of all any movie about time travel you see the repercussions we learn this through marvel we learn it in back to the future Hot Tub Time Machine, About Time, Yo, like literally any hot tub, movie. Time Machine is a great movie, <laughs> yes, first of all. <laughs> yes, so is About Time in a different way. Anyway, we see the repercussions of time travel. It is not safe. First of all, have y'all watched Loki? Like, that's probably the big one right now. If I go into the future, I might not return to the past that I... Yes, yes. And also, if I, like, same the other way. Like, if I return to the past, I might not return to my present yeah, as I know it. Yeah, I, I am a very firm believer in the butterfly effect. Our choices determine what comes next. Messing with those choices, like if, or not even just choices, like actions. If I were to gesture really broadly and knock the microphone off my table and it breaks. If I were to control time so that I go back and not do that. What else happens? What else happens? Does the house burn down? Does my light fall on my head? I don't know. I don't want to mess with it. It seems dangerous. Now, what about just freezing time? Freezing time could be okay. But then what do you do with the frozen time? What does frozen time even mean? Exactly. Like, can you do anything? Can you move things? Is it like a Quicksilver thing where he's just moving so fast and you can change a bunch of things and then they're changed? when? Also, if you are exempt from this time stoppage, does that mean that everyone else stops aging and you continue? Oh, that would also be unfortunate. Now, if it's only just, if you're just doing things like for a second at a time, mm -hmm. like just like say, oh, seconds add up oh, I dropped this. But then, like you said, those seconds add up. Mm -hmm. And knowing me, I would be like, okay, let me stop time and just explore. Ah, uh, and then you'd die. I unfreeze and everyone around me is like, yo, you good? And I'm like, <laughs> actually, no, I'm dying. And then that's it. Like, no, everyone would be freaked. <laughs> I feel like with a time freeze scenario as well, it would also be really hard to just like live life because you'd always want to be fixing things. First of all, you'd get a complex. But then the things that you need to fix or you think you need to fix are not things that need fixing. Exactly. And you would ruin everyone's exactly. life. Exactly. <laughs> so the universe is literally expanding. Like oh, literally everything brother, is moving. Are we going to get into this? Everything is moving. Nothing is still in this universe. So you freeze time. Is everything just stopped then? You're asking questions I don't know the answers to. Or say I freeze time and there's a fire burning. Mm -hmm. What happens to the flame? And therefore, what happens to the sun when I freeze time? Oh, let's not do time freezing. That doesn't see any kind of time control. It's just not where it's at. See, now here's the thing. This is back to my point earlier. You wanting to avoid any complications. You're like, <laughs> all right, let me just be invisible and be a watcher. And I'm like, how can I be God? See, <laughs> I feel 
like knowing you, say we had like a genie, you only get one wish, you get one superpower wish, mm -hmm. and you decided you wanted a, this whatever superpower you choose. I feel like very quickly you'd be like, what have I done? And it would just get out of control. And I'd be like, bro, I told you. I friggin' told you. What is wrong with you? Am I wrong? That is totally accurate. That's <laughs> fully what would happen. You'd be like, all right, invisibility. And I'd be like, thinking for years, I'd be like, I think I'm going to do mind control. And you'd be like, don't do it. And it's like, I've thought about it. You're not changing my mind. It's time I decided. Five days later, you're invisible. Five days? No, no. Five Hear minutes. me out. Hear me out. Five days later, you are looking over the chaos that has ensued as I've just this, like deteriorated everything. I think everything. this might be the Marvel pitch. Yeah, you just have to come and kill me. Oh, man. So what is what is the power you have decided? For the sake of the universe, I have to choose the language the one. The cipher one? Okay. Yeah. That's so funny because that was in my list of like the most useless powers. but. I gotta respect that. You're you're you know yourself, know thyself. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you're like, I really want a different one, but yeah, I should do. But I shouldn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would love to have the radioactive spidey powers. That would be super cool. But I'd be I can't be burdened with that kind of responsibility. I'm sorry. If I had invisibility and the government was like, yo, you gotta be a hero now, I'd be like, listen, I'm clumsy. I'm gonna get killed <laughs> in two seconds. You can't trust me. That's it. That's how I'd get out of that. So the world has gained one more cipher and one more invisible, non-gender specific being. You know, sorry. Oh my goodness. Squirrel Girl, I found out recently that she has a completely perfect record. She has never lost a fight. Oh, wow. Therefore, she is the only character that's never lost a fight. True. And therefore, the strongest character. Logistically speaking, yes. Yeah, she yes. beat Thanos. But what bad things can you do with it? Uh, <laughs> stay a cipher. Stay a cipher. You're a cipher. I'm invisible. Squirrel Girl's the best. And... We have reached the end. Thank you guys for listening to another episode. This has been the Geek Squared Show, the show where we talk about the things that we talk about. And I'm Cypher. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm invisible. <laughs> like always, our socials are down below. If you'd like to give us a follow, please rate us if you like this episode or let us know where we can improve. Also below, you can find the link to our Buy Me a Coffee if you would like to fuel the chaos. Have an awesome week and a great day. No, 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 not at all. Yo, get your going. money when you fix this damn door.